0: Greetings, everyone. Chief Yuya here again with another Chief Yuya podcast. And um, this one is a bit of a continuation from our last piece where we were speaking about how pain can actually release power. And uh, of course, I'm sure some of you made the correlation with that segment and that podcast with also the uh, video clip I, clip I did on my YouTube channel, uh, How to Meditate Like a Sith Lord. And, of course, you know, the Sith dive deep into their emotions and deeper into their pain. And in that way, they connect with their their Force energy or their Force power, as opposed to the Jedi, who remove themselves from emotions and feelings in order to uh, connect with the Force energy. And, ironically, the Sith are pretty much across the board typically more powerful than the Jedi. But, anyway, I did mention that there was a reading that I was going to uh, do uh, and, and the last segment that I didn't do because of, uh, of time constraints. And I'm going to begin our time with that. And, and I really, again, I'm speaking about paying attention to the times and being aware. Um, there were things that I shared that should have been done prior to the season that we're in now. And, um, I'm giving you some more heads up as well. So just like I told you with the last segment and I, you know, I really urged you all to pay attention um, and to really, really listen, listen to what was being said. Don't skip past it. Don't take it lightly. I'm going to say that even more so with this segment. All right. And I'm going to read out of one of my texts here. And, um, you know, after I read or in between reading, I'm just going to share some information uh, that may be helpful to you. I know it's helpful, but, you know, uh, willfully, it'll, it'll resonate with you and, you know, it would cause you to move into the right space and into right, the right yeah. zone and frame of mind uh, so we can be moving together, <laughs> you know, as a nation, as opposed to being so reactive to what other nations are doing or sitting back in envy at what other nations are doing, wishing and hoping that we had an action plan or a war strategy of our own. So let me give you a little bit of uh, background uh, by way of of reading some things to you and uh, then willfully you can get on the frequency. All right, so let's start here. I guess I'll start. I don't need to start from the beginning, but I'll start here. Okay. uh, Thus it was in the days of heavenly wrath which have gone, and thus will be in the days of doom, when it comes again. The times of its coming and going are known unto the wise. These are the signs and times which shall precede the destroyer's return. A hundred and ten generations shall pass into the west, and nations shall rise and fall. Men will fly in the air as birds and swim in the sea as fish. Men will talk peace one with another. Hypocrisy and deceit shall have their day. Women will be as men and men as women. Passion will be a plaything of man. A nation of soothsayers shall rise and fall, and their tongue shall be the speech learned. A nation of lawgivers shall rule the earth and pass away into nothingness. One worship will pass into the four quarters of the earth, talking peace, bringing war. A nation of the seas will be
1: greater than any other, but will be as in rotten core at the apple, and will not endure. A nation of traitors will destroy men with wonders, and it shall have its day.
0: Then shall the high strive with the low, the north with the south, the east with the west, and the light with the darkness. Men shall be divided by their races, and the children will be born as strangers among them. Brothers shall strive with brother and husband with wife. Fathers will no longer instruct their sons, and the sons will be wayward. Women will become the common property of men and will no longer be held in regard and respect. Then men will be ill at ease in their hearts. They will seek, they know not what and uncertainty and doubt will trouble them. They will possess great riches but be poor in spirit. Then will the heavens tremble and the earth move. Men will quake in fear, and while terror walks with them, the heralds of doom will appear. They will come softly as thieves to the tombs. Men will not know them for what they are. Men will be deceived, the hour of destroyers at hand. In those days men will have the great book before them, Wisdom will be revealed. The few will be gathered for the stand. It is the hour of trial. The dauntless ones will survive. The stout-hearted will not go down to destruction. Great God of all ages alike to all, who sets the trials of man, be merciful to our children in the days of doom. Man must suffer to be great, but hasten not his progress unduly. And the great winnowing be not too harsh. On the lesser ones among men, even the
1: son of a thief has become your scribe. Okay. So that's just the first sec. I'm going to deal with for a second here.
0: And I want to just willfully, you know, certain pieces st- stood out to you in that, right? Uh, and, and, you know, there are some pieces before that where we speak about the forgotten days of the destroyer. So, um, you know, we're talking about the destroyer. We're talking about doom that comes. And uh we're talking about basically what happens right before uh that age and time of destruction comes. So one of the things that you'll see that, you know, was spoken about, of course, is a time period. One hundred and ten generations shall pass into the West. Of course, you know, those of us in America, we are in the West and men will fly as birds. And swim in the sea as fish. Now, of course, that's that's occurred, right, via technology. Men will talk peace with one another. Hypocrisy and, de- and deceit shall have their day. Pretty self-explanatory. Now, women will be as men and men as women, right? Okay, so we see that and we see uh, obviously very strong and organized campaigns towards uh what we could call a, a universalized sense of gender or just a swapping of gender, which is really more what it is. It's not even so much that, you know, androgyny is being pushed, but really that things are being reversed because that's always the, the mockery that the, um, the satanic spirit or the Lord of, uh, materialism always does to the Lord of spirit. You know, whatever you have, I'm going to take and I'm going to flip it the other way. And then this idea that, uh, again, uh, passion will be a plaything of men. You know, again, using not only passion, your passion is a plaything against other other people, but even towards yourself. Uh, consider like the idea of masturbation, where you're using your own passion uh, to pass the time. Maybe you're bored or you're lonely, things like that. Uh, a nation of soothsayers shall rise and fall, and their tongue shall be the speech learned. Now, if you understand, soothsayers are basically people who what we would call maybe spiritualists or occultists, you know, even uh, diviners, um, and their tongue should be the speech learned. So you know, the idea there again is that uh, you get to a a point where you have real spiritualists that come. So that's why the the nation a nation of soothsayers shall rise and fall, you know. So. A real, um, kind of movement, a conscious movement of spiritualists and diviners and people like that will come and go. But then the tongue of the, of the speech will be learned, which means basically like people will know how to talk a good game, but not necessarily have, not be a part of that nation or that priesthood of, of actual soothsayers, which of course, which you, you see that you can turn on any social media platform and see that all over the place. Everyone's talking the talk. As if they have this great and powerful connection um, with the divine, right? Even using terms like that, the divine, the creator, the universe, source energy. I can't tell you how many times I work with clients and they use terms like that. And I say, could you, could you define what you just said? When I say like, if I, was, I might say something like, who do you serve? And they'll either say myself or they'll say like, well, I serve source. What is that? What source? And then there's always a pause. Um, whoa. I get, and they'll say like, I guess, I guess source is like where we come from. Who's we? You know, I'll just ask quick because you're using the words. So I'm assuming I'm not, I'm not assuming. I know you don't know what you're talking about, but if you're using the words, then your definition should come very quick because you're using them with a certain surety, but you've just learned the speech of the soothsayer, but you don't actually have that in you. Um, the other piece, a nation of lawgivers shall rule the earth and pass away into nothingness. Right. Um, you think about how many archaic laws uh, that we still find ourselves being held by that have nothing to do with what life represents today. You know, one worship will pass into the four quarters of the of the earth. Well, what is that one worship? You know, we're talking about the big three religions, you know, uh, Islam, Christianity, Christianity, Judaism. but Primarily, we're talking about Christianity there. That's that one worship idea, um, and then obviously, you know, there's there's a, so many things that that jump out, which speaks about where we where we are. Uh, a nation of the siege will be greater than any other, but will be as a rotten apple at the core and will not endure. A nation of traitors will destroy men with wonders, and it and it shall have its day, right. Very easy. You know, who, who controls the seas or travel? Who's able to move and travel and spread their influence all over the world and trade with the world? Kind of like the Whore of Babylon. You know, you, you look at the U.S. is primarily a, a, a trade based economy because there's really nothing that's exported. So what are they really trading? But, you know, currency and more importantly, human resource. The U.S. primarily trades in people you know, uh, for goods and services. And you'll see more of that coming forward. Um, men shall be divided by races. You know, obviously we, we, we see so much of that. Um, you know, the idea that, uh, then men will be ill at ease in their hearts. They will seek, they will seek, they know not what and uncertainty and doubt will trouble them. I mean, you look at, how prevalent stress is, anxiety is, high blood pressure is, you know, depression is, you know, that, that, that spirit of unease. It's very rare that you find people who are at peace. It's very rare. I mean, especially if you live anywhere near a metropolis or inner city, you don't typically find people who are jovial or at peace. There's always an uneasiness or, or an unawareness of, like I said, looking for things and not knowing what you're really looking for not being uh, secure on what your life purpose is and things like that. Now, again, these are all conditions that herald, when it gets like this, the destroyer is coming, right? Um, You know, uh, then then will the heavens tremble and the earth move. Men will quake with fear, and while terror walks with them, the heralds of doom will appear. You see, so we keep you in this space uh, of terror and constant fear. And as long as you're in that space, then you won't even notice what just appeared on the planet or what just appeared out of the sky. Um, Because, like it says, they will come softly as thieves to the tomb. Men will not know them for what they are. Men will be deceived. The hour of the destroyer is at hand. Right. So, again, you know, if the sky cracked tomorrow and. um, You know, a UFO appeared. We would say, oh, they're putting up a light show pretend like it's UFOs to try to fool us. You know, so, we're we're so primed now. You know, we have documentaries that come out that show how 9-11 was not what we were told it was, publicly. What's, what's the public reaction? Nothing. We get videos and things about RFID chip. What's the reaction? Nothing. Um, political corruption? Nothing. We talk about it for a little while then we move on to the next thing. So we're primed for True doom and true destroyers to, to, to be presented to us because we're at the place now. There's not going to be any revolution. This, you know, it's not like the civil war or anything. There's going to be no reaction. All right. Um, but then, you know, it goes on to say in those days, men will have the great book before them. Wisdom will be revealed. The few will be gathered for the stand. It is the hour of trial. The few will be gathered for the stand, right? So it's speaking about a small remnant. It's not talking about this huge mass movement where everyone is, is ready to kind of, like I said, stand, you know, but what are we standing with the norm? Well, the great book has, has, is put before us and wisdom is revealed. See, that's so key. You know, um, you look at where some people are now in terms of the development in the human timeline. And what people are able to process and, syn- I mean, truly process and synthesize. I'm not talking about most people who just skip over things. And say, yeah, I read that. I understood that because you didn't. People who, people who read anything never say that. <laughs> you could read a holy book 20 times. Nobody will ever say, I understood it. Who really has a mind of wisdom? Because people who have a mind of wisdom know that wisdom is, is evolving. You know, so there's no way, there's, there might be books you read as a child, you could read a a fairy tale, it could be Hansel and Gretel, or it could be uh Snow White, or, or you know, uh Red, Red Robin Hood. And you will go back, you might be 60 years old, and if you're a person of wisdom, you will never say, oh, I completely understood that fairy tale. You will read it again and you will see something else. You will ask a question like, why did they use a
1: wolf? You know, why not a mountain cat? You know, in, in Red Riding Hood, now we know the hood, of course, represents
0: the, you know, uh, uncircumcised woman. But, you know, Red, okay, it's the Mensa, you know. And and how is that related to this and, and staying on the path and why grandmother's house? Where was grandfather at? You know, you might go through all of those different kind of um, ideas and thoughts
1: like that. Why did the wolf have to have to eat the grandmother? You know. Um, why not chase her away? Why was she devoured? You know,
0: so uh, when wisdom is poured out in that sense, when it's truly poured out in that sense, you know, there's a different kind of activity that's in li- alive inside of the, the, the person. Uh, one of the things that you see, it also says that fathers will no longer instruct their sons and the sons will be wayward. Right. What do we see today? And I mean, even amongst uh what we could call good people, good, I, I, I know myself, I know good men. And I mean, when I say good, I mean they're good hearted people, but they have nothing to give their son, zero, nothing. They don't know how to do anything. They have no real wisdom. The only thing they really have is their life experiences where maybe they're disgruntled or they're resentful and they might share that type of thing, but they really don't have any instruction. They have no instructions on how the world works, you know, um, and no valuable instructions. So the sons kind of um, disregard them and disregard their positions and their authority, which it speaks about, you know, um, also the idea that women will become the common property of men and will no longer be held in regard and respect. Well, that's speaking about the promiscuity of females, which, of course, we see today. You can go on Instagram and that's. That reveals all of that right there. There's no argument there. You know, that idea of being common property and just having different men just run through you or different males run through you and not really having the, um, the high title or the respect, uh, of being able to be attached to a man's name, being able to be attached to a man's homestead, you know, which is always very interesting because many, many females, it's promoted and they will choose promiscuity, you know, over actually the honor of being a part of a family and being part of a household and a team, you know, however that, that may look because, and that's a, that's a sign that, okay, destruction is, is, is on its way. Um, you know, now one of the things that says man must suffer to be great, but hasten not his progress unduly. duly. You know, again, that deals with what I spoke about last strong with, you know, so many people don't want to go through pain. They want power and greatness and they want to pretend to have all of these integrative experiences with the creator, but they haven't gone through any pain. They haven't sacrificed anything. You know, in order to even create a covenant with the, with the, with the creator, there's always a sacrifice. Typically, historically, it's been a blood sacrifice in order to create a promise. That's why. When uh, a man goes into a woman on their marital night, she's supposed to be virginal, and there's supposed to be a shedding of blood, because that blood itself seals the covenant between the two of them, you see? So, um that idea, again, of um just kind of man suffering to be great, but hasten not his progress unduly, you know, like, don't try to skip steps, <laughs> basically, you know? And that goes back to, you know, the idea of having the language of the soothsayer or the tongue shall be other, shall be the speech learned, you know, but not necessarily the character being learned. You know, um, and then, you know, where it says even the son of a thief has become your scribe, you know, that kind of speaks to um, just how it's no longer necessarily going to be about the regality of your of your beginnings, the regality of your bloodline. There was a time when only wisdom and books of wisdom would be revealed to the upper caste system. And now we're no longer there. The son of a thief could be a scribe, you know, it could be the one who's writing and, and kind of that sesh or that sesh shot, but, but the one who's recording and documenting the things that are going on. Right. Um, some, I'll skip around a little bit, but, uh, is another piece I wanted to read kind of. And again, all of this is just really. I'm providing some information on precursor. So you understand, like, what it looks like when it's coming. And I'm really showing you it's here. <laughs> Cause this is how it looks like now, right? Um, and I know it's easy to say, well, it probably looked like that before in time. Well, you know, one of the things that you understand when you're really reading any, any prophetic book, any prophecy it's not necessarily something that happens once because of the way time moves like when you read about the children of Israel and their their experience in Mish- in in Mishraim or what many commonly call Kemet or Egypt that's not talking about something that happens once it's talking about a journey of people and a journey of consciousness so Mishraim is not just northern africa Mishraim is also the United States, it's washington d c which is the new mishrahem means the house of bondage, so where were where were we put in bondage again and to this day still bonded through financial bondage America so those same things that you know you may have read about you, that you can apply it to today like so many enslaved Africans did you know during the maafa and and got a hold of some of those stories and and figured out wow this is this is me. <laughs> this is talking about me, you know, already knew, like, because they, you know, people imagine that well, didn't we have any books before, before uh, Western civilization came. No, we had books, we had reading, we had writing. It just wasn't this language. It was a different language, but, you know, they existed, you know. So the understanding of those prophecies and the understanding of um the curses were, you know, people came over on the boat with that. That wasn't anything new. They They knew. They knew who they were. They knew what they were. And you can't beat that out of people in the, in one generation. No matter, you know, you change your name and of course you change the name and that's primarily not to steal the, well, it's to steal the identity, but first it's to hide the identity. That's the key. Cause the name reveals actually the nation, you know, so first we gotta, we gotta, we gotta hide that. We gotta get that out of there for a while. And then so that way when we take that nation identity, you know, uh <laughs> they won't realize that we have usurped and stolen uh more than land, <laughs> but we've actually attempted to steal birthright, you know, but again, that, that, that goes, that's, that's related to everything that's happening, but it goes down a different road, but you have to be able to understand basically what I'm saying is that these things happen more than once. That's, that's the key. Um, just like creation happens more than once. It's not one creation. There are multiple creations. And once you understand the mechanics of creation, then you learn how to properly be made and created over through the right senses and the right spirit. Just like when you understand that there's a journey of the soul, that there are certain things that happen before destruction and doom come. And you will only see it in your lifetime once if you do see it. Right. So it's not something that happens every single lifetime, lifetime or every single generation. But, um, we just happen to be in that generation. Gener- we, you know, lucky us, right? So the other piece is, uh, I'm, I'm going to share. This is really important. This piece right here. Really important. The dark days begin with the last visitation of the destroyer. And they were foretold by strange omens in the sky.
1: All men were silent and went about with pale faces. So important right there. As you're listening to this, take a listen around you. Is your neighborhood as noisy as it has been?
0: When you see people on social media or on the news and the news broadcast,
1: do they seem as assured and as cocky as they have been? Pale faces. What does that mean? That means, a, you know, a frightened look, a scared look, and they're silent.
0: You see, and the dark days began with the last visitation of the destroyer. Began with the last visitation. And they were foretold by strange omens in the sky. Well, you can't look in the sky right now because you're not allowed to go outside. Unless maybe you go to your backyard and look around. But we've been seeing lights in the sky and it kind of ramped up recently. We even had footage of it and stuff. But what did we all say? Oh, that's, that's doctored video. <laughs> but there's more to come, so don't worry about it. Okay, then the leaders of the slaves... Now you better pay attention on this part. You are new people. You better pay attention. Listen. The leaders of the slaves, which had built a city to the glory of Thom, stared up unrest and no man raised his arm against them. They foretold great events of which the people were ignorant, and of which the temple seers were not informed. I want you to understand what's being said. That well, I mean, what's being said there? Okay. So first, let's start with this: the leader of slave of the slaves. the leaders of the slaves. So you know, and more so, the leaders of slaves who have built up a city, right? So again, <laughs> who are the nation builders? You know, I had, um, I had this conversation recently, uh, you know, about the idea of nation building. And a friend of mine, we were, he was, he was having a lot of trouble agreeing with me. We'll say that, you know, we weren't, we weren't seeing eye, which is cool. It wasn't an argument, or anything like that. But, you know, he was not seeing uh, eye to eye, uh, with me on that. And what I was saying to him uh, is that we, 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 uh, our brand of a line, we are the nation builders of the continent. And he was saying, well, what about Kemet and this and that? And, that? And, I, and I said, we built Kemet. You know, I said, every time we were, we, we traveled through an area and then we moved away from that area or were captured and taken taken away from that area, um, those areas went
1: into, into decline. Right. And I said, when we were there though, we built them. And I, I gave Kemet
0: as an example. And I noticed this one is, a, is a rough one for some of you who identify yourselves as the same ancient Kemite. But that, you know, like I said in my last segment, I, I, I tend to hold a lot of, a lot of information back and, you know, not because I'm unsure or anything of what's being said, but because I know you have to, a lot of times, bring people along slowly. And and the truth is, even what I'm saying now, probably about 5% of you really understand what I'm talking about or are going to do anything about it. I mean, it's just to be honest with you. So a lot of people, like a lot of times I hear people like, no, nah, you, yeah, you need to just come out and say it. Just come out and say it. And it's like, shut the F up. I'm a teacher. I, I know what to say and what not to say. I don't need you to tell me that. I know I sound a little harsh, but it's like, just shut up. I know what I'm doing you know, I know what I'm doing. So I know what to reveal to you and what not to reveal to you. And even when I miss mistake and reveal something I shouldn't or do it, it's still much further than what you would have conceptualized anyway. So just shut the hell up. All right. So that's just for anybody who's thinking about now typing in the comments. Just say what need to be said. We ready to shut the F up. Type something else. Put a smiley face or something. Or a picture of a of a pyramid, or I don't know, a, a arm doing a bicep curl. So just don't don't say that. Just just shut up. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, you know I'm messing with you, uh, but I'm serious though. But I'm messing with you, but I'm serious. But I'm messing. So anyway, so um, <laughs> the leaders of the slaves. So who you know who was that? That that one's a pretty easy one, right? And obviously it's talking about a lower caste system and it's saying the leaders of the slaves who have built the city to the glory of Tham stirred up unrest. Stirred up unrest. Right? So, you you know, you think about who's really creating the groundswell. You know, um, el Malik El-Shabazz spoke about that. You know, Malcolm X, when he talked about America sitting on a powder keg. You know, because there's this, this servant class. Of Negroes that are being ignored, and there is a wisdom that sits inside of them, but also a force. You know, there's there's there's, there's, a, there's a there's a forceful pull that exists within all of them that can that will end up being a problem. H. Rap Brown talked about the same thing, you know, and he talked about the fall and the destruction of America because of this this ignored population. Amos Wilson talked about the same thing. When he talked about the trepidation that must exist against, you know, that must exist inside of those who previously oppressed us. Knowing, you know, having that feeling every day, walking down the street and not knowing when it's going to happen. But and I say I'm adding my own on the end, but knowing it's going to happen. Right. So that idea of the leaders of the slaves, which have built the city, the glory of thumb. Stirred up unrest and no man raised his arm against them Meaning now you get to the point where You know, like I tell a lot of people Even when like with the traditional Or indigenous spiritual system I still talk to people who whisper about it Well, you know, I, I got initiated And, uh, you know, hey, look, let me show you I wear my alekes underneath my shirt You ain't gotta do that anymore, man You ain't gotta do that anymore We're, we're not there anymore no, Nobody's gonna bother you because you do voodoo at this point, we're not at that place. That's that old, that's that old, old slave thinking. <laughs> you know, you can do what you want now because you, you have Europeans and Caucasians who, who are wearing anks around their necks and walking around with aleckes and, and going to drum circles and, you know, burning, uh, sweet grass and, and, and sage and, and doing seances. And it's, it's, you don't have to do that anymore. You know, so that idea of even stirring up unrest and, no man raising a hand against you. A lot of people are still, they still have that, that fear from COINTELPRO that if they speak the truth or become known as, um, you know, a thought leader in terms of revolutionary movement in that sense that people will seek to take them down. But the truth is, um, it's the leaders. It's, it's a, it's a joint experience. Yes. If one person tries to step forward now and say, I'm the leader of all these people. You will be taken out, but you're being taken out by the creator because that's not the design that the creator wishes to have anymore. Because all of that is a, it's a way to galvanize people against the creator. You see, and we're not there anymore. Now it's like everyone needs to now turn their face to the source, the real source, right? So anyway, so th- there's a lot with that. Um, and like it says also, they foretold great events of which the people were ignorant of. Which the temple seers were not informed. Now, Harry, that's deep, deep, deep. So what is that talking about? That's talking about when we're on the street corners and we're talking about, you know, this, I see this is what they're getting ready to do. They're getting ready to do that, but it's not a part of temple prophecy. Those people who have been des- uh, designated and appointed and sanctioned as being the ones that we used su- to, we su- like, you know, when you go to confessional, you know, father, I've sinned and you know, I, I don't, I don't know how to do confessional. I never done one. But you know It's been such and such days Since my last confession And and all You know But it's the the people It's the son of the thief now It's the leaders of the slaves now Who are having those visions Who are having that sight To be able to 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 look and say This is what's actually going on in the world This is what's getting ready to occur next And not necessarily having to Tether themselves You know It's similar to my book uh, Grasping the Root of Divine Power That was an example When I wrote that, it was like, we're going to have to skip past some of these corrupt priests and priestesses. And I'm going to show you how to how to connect to some of this energy authentically yourself for those who are willing to put the work in and do it, you know, and not trying to progress and rush it unduly as it speaks about, but are willing to go through the struggle to really learn nine position divination, divination to really understand, you know, like in that book, I speak about the balance between male and female. Light and dark. And then I still get people say all the time, like, you know, I don't know how to interact with with men. or I don't know how to interact with women. But you just said you read my book. Because you didn't study it. You know, a lot of times, like when I tell you all that, I can tell where people are at just by the questions they ask. Now, they don't know that they're giving themselves away. They don't, you know, but when you design something, you create something, you know what it's supposed to create in the recipient of it. You know. If I, if I feed you food constantly, that's awesome for digestion and that will consistently clean your system out consistently. And, you know, and if I make sure that it's done in a way, you know, I, I, I know you, I study, I know your system. I know what cleans you out and you're eating it or you're drinking it and you're like, man, I'm still constipated or you're asking me questions like, how do I clean my system out? I know. Well, you're not, you're not eating and drinking what I gave. I know you're not. Oh, I am. I am. I I ate it once, but you know I wasn't really da, da 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 da. I went through that recently with someone with black seed oil. They were going through an issue, and I and I bought them some black seed oil. I was like, "Yo, take this," and they were still telling me about the issue later. And I said, "There's no way you'd have that issue after drinking the black seed oil." I did. I swear I did. Then finally they admitted, "Well, I took it one time, but I didn't like the taste of it. That stuff is horrible." You see. So that's, that's just kind of an example. You know, um, it's the leaders of the slaves, the leaders of the slaves, um, where they are now foretelling events of which the people were ignorant of, which the temple seers were not informed, right? So, you know, this is talking about a time when people are rising up, you know, that the undercount class is rising up. And really what's happening is that the overseers are so, are so preoccupied. We're just trying to hold on to their lives that they're, they're not even raising a hand against them, it, you know, so they're able to do what they're what they're doing untouched and unfazed, you know. And I've spoken about that before, like in terms of like sometimes people get upset about, um you know, different music artists or different uh celebrities and notable people. Some of the things they say and they do, especially if they look similar to you. And I often say, you know, well, those people are decoys and you, you got to be thankful for them because, because of them, you know, there's less alarm when it comes to you, you know, because people don't imagine that, the, that you're, you're studying anything deep or you're, you know, you're, you're connecting with, with ancient energies and turning your faces to, uh, wisdom that will now cause you to become a giant. They just think you, you just as simple minded and, As materialistic or whatever as what they see on, on videos and stuff like that. You know, so they, they serve as a decoy so that you can go do what you want to do. But also it's that power and that strength that's stirred up in you that people know not to raise their hands to you. Now, of course, this is talking about the leaders of the slaves. This is not talking about everyone. So this is not talking about any dark person. Who would say, well, you know, we came over here in boats because you all didn't come over here in boats and you're all not leaders. And this is not a race thing. I mean, let me also clarify that with you. It could be, but like I said, everybody you think is white isn't white and everybody you think is black ain't black. And everybody who's black isn't necessarily of your nation because it really is no black, you know, as it really is no white, <laughs> you know, um, so when you grow up, you get past color coding and then you look at nations. How does this nation behave? How does that nation behave? You get beyond that, you know, and that takes a little bit more work. And sometimes we don't want to do that. It's easier just to use phenotype, but I'm going to tell you that's so dangerous. And, and, and here's one of the reasons when I go to a lot of parts on the continent, um, I'm called a white man. The only time I'm really, I might be called, you know, um, like, brother or whatever is if I'm in the, in the city areas, then, you know, I, I might be like, if when I'm in Nairobi, you know, people will, will say, Oh, no, brother, like they, they know what, what they say, as they call it, a black American. They know what a black American is. If I'm in Lagos, if I'm in Accra, you know, um, you know, if, if I'm in Tome, you know, um, dif- different, like, you know, Johannesburg, of course. And, and when I'm in major capitals, then yeah, they, they know. But outside of that, you're a white man. And probably in the back of their mind, even in the capitals, they're still like, you're a white man. And they will laugh. They, you know, in my face, I, you know, there's been times I've showed images of my, my children, of my parents, like, no, look, look at my, my you know, cause in fact, I'm, I'm actually the lightest, lightest one in my nuclear family. So. When I was sure, like, no, look, here's my blood brother, brothers, sisters, and father, my mother. Here, look, look at their color, you know? No, no, okay, well, they, they are, they are black, but you, you are white. <laughs> so they're using phenotype to determine what my race is, and you know, I used to look at that, and it used to really upset me many years ago. I mean, I, I literally put my hands on people behind it many years ago. Right. And then I and then I became to just kind of understand and I would just tell people when they would say it, I would just say, no, you're just very ignorant. You didn't you haven't gone to school and you haven't traveled the world. So you don't understand that we look different all over. But one day you will travel. So, you know, you just got to hit him in a juggler sometimes. (laughs) It's like, no, I know you have no satellite at your home. You have no satellite TV. You You can only watch tapes and DVDs. That's why you, you, you think that way because you've never been able to leave your village. And then they they get quiet and they say, Oh brother, no, 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 don't take it that way. No, they, no I'm not taking it away. It's cool. I'm just I'm just saying. That's what it is. Yeah, I say it with a smile calmly. <laughs> so you learn that after a while because that really is the truth. It's your ignorance, right? But what happens when I see someone like a Mariah Carey or an Alicia Keys or a Drake and um or Pick any other one, you know the the, the girl uh, I don't know her name who plays the 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 Valkyrie and uh, Thor. Um, she was also in I think Dare White People. I think that was it. I think that was the name of it, Dare White People, something like that, the Netflix thing. But what happens when I see a girl like that and and I say, well, she, you know, she ain't really white. I mean, she ain't really black. Or Drake and I say Drake is black, even though you look at Drake's father and you're like, eh, it's a black man. But you don't really want to give Drake the black pass or Mariah Carey the black pass or or, you know, like I said, maybe even a Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz may get the black pass because he's got the afro and the locks. But, you know, um you know, but I'm just we, we go right through the list or Bob Marley gets the black pass because he's got the locks and he was so full and everything like that. But the point I'm saying is that um or a great one, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> he had to wear the afro we we wouldn't know what was happening you know uh so but that's because you're going by phenotype to determine nation or to determine a people you see so just as it's very foolish of them to look at someone like me and and say no you're a white man and say it vehemently with conviction it would just be just as stupid for me to look at a Drake or a Colin Kaepernick or an Alicia Keys and be like, no, and, and say that right, that's a white person because you look different than I do. Just you know, that's just just something for you to um consider. You know, hopefully it will it will it will sink in because I'm I'm saying something much deeper there. Hopefully that'll sink in. But um so you're yeah, the leaders of the slaves. This is not so this, this this isn't every dark person is a slave. Especially considering there was a large percentage of melanin-rich people who were on this North American continent, who were free during the time of the Maafa, who were there, who were here already. Not to mention the Hebrews and the Caribbean islands. You know, they make they made up that whole story about the Arawaks. <laughs> oh, we killed all of them. They're all gone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um. So yeah. So the leaders of the slave which had built the city to the glory of thorm stared up unrest and no man raised his arm against them they foretold great events of which the people were ignorant the people were ignorant of these great events and you already know what that one is you you, you just got to go back to my my show i did on natural family versus spiritual family of course the masses are ignorant you know um and which the temple seers were not informed well, who would the temple seers be informed by? They would be informed by the Most High. So this is speaking about a time when there is no spirit in the, in the churches. <laughs> there is no real connection to God. You know, the people who are supposed to be holy people, you know, your Creflo Dollars, your Eddie Longs, your Benny Hens, you know, um, those type of people who you're supposed to be able to look at and say, well, these are the holy people where I go to and and, you know, get my information from, they're not being informed because there's no connection there. But the connection is actually
1: with the slaves. These were days of ominous calm when the people waited for they knew not what. <laughs> How do you feel right now? How do you feel right now with these quiet
0: streets and this, this dollar Dollar fifty and dollar thirty gas prices. How do you feel right now? You know something's coming. I know you do. It has that ominous calm kind of thing happening. I feel kind of ominous, calmy <laughs> right now, right?
1: Um, when the people waited, for they knew not what. You just kind of hoping, man. I hope it ain't too
0: bad, but I know something's coming. Uh, the presence of an unseen doom was felt. The hearts of men were stricken. Laughter was heard no more. And grief and wailing sounded throughout the land. Think about what's happening with this coronavirus right now. Yeah, you go on social media and people are still like putting up little skits and jokes out of their houses. <laughs> right. So out of their apartments in their houses, people are still trying to keep their social media presence up. But for the most part, it's a very sad time. You hear more grief and wailing than you hear laughter, even at these virtual parties and stuff. Um, Now, here's, here's a key thing. Here's a key thing. Check this one out. Laughter was heard no more, and grief and wailing sounded throughout the land. Here we go. Even the voices of
1: children were stilled, and they did not play together, but stood Silent.
0: All the schools are closed. New York City just told us that they're going to, this, this, this year, this school year is a wrap. They're not opening up to maybe September for the, for the 20, 2020, 2021 season. Right. And it may not, they may not even open up in September. School year is a wrap. Right. So you, you're not hearing children on the playground. You're not hearing children at recess. You see. They're standing still. They stood still. You don't even hear the laughter of children in the streets. They're not allowed to go outside right now. You see?
1: The slaves became bold and
0: insolent. And women were the possession of any man. We'll go back to that again, that public property. But let's, let's look at it. The slaves became bold and insolent. Insolent. Right? So, again, the boldness now that you're seeing with people who've been on the bottom. Because part there's, there's, there's something that's deep within people that knowing that, you know what, the balance of power is getting ready to shift. Because we're all screwed up right now. <laughs> Everyone's screwed right now. And the people with great wealth are screwed even a bit. Well, great riches, not wealth. The wealth people find The people with great riches are screwed even more right now because they're not getting any kind of stimulus. You know, if you make anything over ninety-five, or no, was it seventy-five
1: grand, ninety grand, somewhere around that, but you're not getting it, right? But what is your rent like? You know, when you got great riches, when you
0: know, when you're bringing in over six, seven hundred thousand dollars a year, you know, maybe jointly, you and your spouse. You know what? What is what is your rent? What are your expenses like? You know, what is tuition like? Right, so. Um There's kind of a, a evening of the playing field That's happening right now And those who have been Kind of accustomed to living At the bottom The balance of power has shifted You know I spoke about homeless people at one point And saying well how do they really shelter in And you know I have my own theories on What they're going to do With the homeless But the reality is a person who knows how to Rough it outside and And find food and find places to clean and warm places to sleep. And, and in a minute, they will be the the, you know, the alphas of the environment. But anyway, the slaves became bold and insolent, and women were the possession of any man. Fear walked the land, and women became barren with terror.
1: They could not conceive, and those with child aborted. Right, I'm gonna read that again. And women became barren with terror; they could not conceive, and
0: those with child aborted. Now we know that's a huge epidemic already. You know, in terms of the the dangers of being in a womb, and you know where that can go, and what's being pushed as far as agenda when it comes to that. It's been a huge thing that's been on the table. And you think about that. Think about the timing of that. Think about the timing of that, how certain decisions have been on the table now to be overturned as it results to um abortion, right? And the idea of of being, you know, um stricken with so much terror that it, it causes you to be barren, barren with terror, could not conceive. You see, it, there's always a time when we look at, you know, when things were a certain way and, and we took it for granted. We took, you know, uh, water for granted. You know, sometimes I share this story with people. My uncle, many years ago, had had an idea to, and I'm saying many, many years ago, because when I tell you the idea, you're going to be like, okay, yeah, that was a long time ago. He had an idea to bottle water, clean water, because he said there'll come a time that people won't have access to clean water. (laughs) And you know, when he had this idea, people laughed him out of the room. They just thought it was so, they thought he was crazy, thought he was so, it was so hilarious. You know, that who, who the heck going to buy water? And now look where we're at. Now, obviously, this is a long time ago. This is before the invention of bottled water. He had this idea. He also had, a, had the idea for turkey sausage. Way back when, because he was like, a lot of people don't eat pork and they don't eat beef either. You
1: could do it with turkey. And they also laughed at him for that. Said nobody would eat. No sausage made of turkey. And uh here we are.
0: <laughs> All right. So the slaves became bold and insolent. And women were the possession of any man. Fear walked the land and women became barren with terror. And they could not conceive. And those with child aborted. All men closed up within themselves. We you know that one's another huge one. Uh, we have this concept of man cave, you know, and of course, um, the suicide rates among men are much higher than among women. But this idea of men closing up among them, uh, you know, to themselves—that's also reflective of like the MGTOW movement or the Ipmore movement or the System movement. You know, save yourself, black man, System, or uh, Ipmore, um introspective black men of reform you know, or MGTOW men going their own way. The idea of closing up, coming to themselves, or, well, going to themselves, you know, and uh, kind of closing themselves up from the world. But also a lot of that is is reflective of just the loneliness that a lot of men experience because we live in a society now, again, and I speak about it often, that men are not allowed to express themselves. And women are not really taught or trained that if they could, Understand or strive to understand and relate to their man, their man would love them so much more, right? Try to really relate to what he to what he's saying or what he's passionate about. If he wants to start a business or he has an idea to do this do that, your your willingness to really understand what he's saying and you know that means the world. But um, you know we live in a world now where that that is kind of undermined. So. When a man is in a place where he feels he feels he can't relate to you or well, he can't talk to you, he closes up. If he knows you're a woman who doesn't listen, he's got to repeat himself three or four times. Or, you know, um, when he says certain things, you immediately get triggered and he can't have a conversation. with. He'll stop talking. He'll stop communicating. He'll close up to himself. And then that's when now he's out. He's sitting out in the garage or sitting in the basement or he has that man cave thing, which we think is a very normal thing. You know, we don't realize that he's in a man cave because he's lonely and he can't talk to you. And he's trying to escape from you while at the same time maintaining the dignity of the relationship. And it's become the norm that he wants to get away from you because he can't talk to you. You know, think about how many women right now, as I'm saying, this, are getting offended. (laughs) That's that's it. (laughs) That's it right there. How many are getting offended just in him? You can't talk to me, you know. How I many getting offended in that? Or again, sometimes you have ones that ask questions. You know, how do I look in this dress? Well, you, well, you stop sucking your stomach in. I can see. You know what I mean? Let, let's, let's tell, can I tell you the truth? Or can I tell you the truth about how I'm feeling about something? You know, or how I feel about you or something that you're doing without you flipping out? Do I have to tiptoe around you? And men who have that spirit of leadership in them, as all men should, are never going to feel comfortable with tiptoeing around their woman who they should be ruling and governing. They're never going to feel comfortable around that. So what happens is they just stop giving directions and they get quiet. And then the woman says, well, he doesn't give me any directions. He doesn't really talk. He doesn't really say anything. It's because you don't listen. That's why. And he's given up on you. So that's where that comes from. And men close up to themselves, right? Um. So then it goes on to say the days of stillness were followed by a time when the noise of trumpeting and shrilling was heard in the heaven and the people became as frightened beasts without a herdsman as asses when lions prowl without their fold. You better pay attention to that because that's what comes next. The days of stillness were followed by a time when the noise of trumpeting and shrilling, <laughs> almost like sirens, right, was heard in the heaven. And the people became as frightened beasts without
1: a herdsman, as asses when lions prowl without their fold. But one of the things is the dangers of fragmentation. You know,
0: um, you hear me oftentimes say that I knew people should live near each other, you know, be set apart, but live near one another. And the idea of that, of, you know, the lion is coming to devour you and you're like an ass out there. If you're with your fold then you can survive, you know, I've spoken about, I spoke about that last year when I was giving some of the warnings and I said that we're going to come into a place of forced unity. Pretty soon. And right now, you know, the powers or the strengths that be would have you think opposite with the idea of social distancing. But if you're in a house with your family, you know, and you know, all right, none of us have it. And we've been in this, this, you know, home or whatever all this time, then there's some unity that can happen there. Now, what if you had some neighbors that you were close to? And you said, well, this neighbor has a huge house. So we're all going to we're all going to go in that house and we can still practice social distancing. But, you know, again, we can unify. Then you wouldn't be scattered and running all over. The ideas of even some of the the things that people are doing in some of these stores with the toilet paper and sanitizers and, you know, all the things that they're buying that they don't, you know, like like I said, when it first hit and I said, you know, the things that people are buying in the stores, they don't actually have to get right now. This is only first wave food delivery. If they just wait, like we're not going to run out of rice immediately or beans immediately even toilet paper it's not or Hanson this warehouse is full of that stuff you know you just have to time your purchasing of it and you don't have to get everything at once but what happens during that time people run and scatter and everybody does the same exact thing at the same exact time and it becomes a madhouse people could have went to you know irregular stores and and bought a whole bunch of uh Irregular shirts and cloths and, and, um, and dish towels and says, you know what? Instead of going crazy looking for toilet paper, I'm going to buy a bunch of these old, these, these rags and dish towels and this cotton. And if it comes down to it and I have to, you know, uh, honey boo boo, I can use this and then just clean it out just like a, a baby would a nappy, you know, so that way I have something that's reusable here. Because eventually the toilet paper will run out Then, what you're going to do, right? So that option was always there. option is still there. But everyone does the same thing at the same time because there's no herds. There's no leadership, right? Because, of course, people are defiant. Now, this next part is really uh, apt based on where we're at. Um, So, again, the days of stillness were followed by a time when the noise of trumpeting and shrilling was heard in the heavens. And the people became as frightened beasts without a herdsman as asses when lions prowl without their foal. The people spoke of the God of the slave. And reckless men said, if we knew where this God were to be found, we would sacrifice to him. But the God of the slaves was not among them. He was not to be found within the swamp lands or in the brick pits. His manifestation was in the heavens for all men to see, but they did not see with understanding, nor would any God listen, for all were
1: dumb because of the hypocrisy of men. (sighs) If you know what you just heard, (laughs) if you know what you just heard, You talk about a warning If you know what you just heard So let me go through it a little bit The people spoke of the God of the slaves
0: (laughs) The God of the slaves How would they know the God of the slaves If we live in a society that You know for justice And for all individual or nation under God So now you're telling me that Even though we use this word God as if it's a name, the people actually know that God is just a title. The people who are not slaves, (laughs) they actually know that God really is just a title and that they're actually, they have their own God and their God and the God of the slaves is not the same. Elohim
1: is not the same God. You mean to tell me they knew that all this time? (laughs) The people
0: spoke of the God of the slaves and reckless men said, reckless men. If we knew where this God were to be
1: found, we would sacrifice to him. Who said he wants your sacrifice? Who said that? Because you're reckless. That's why you have no, no humility. You have no
0: understanding. You have no meekness. You have no reservation, you have no modesty, you're just reckless. So you don't even know what's standing in front of you. You have no understanding because humility comes from the word hummus, which means earth. You've warred against the earth, you're anti-natural. There's no way you would put your ear to the ground and learn anything about the earth kingdom. So you approach every deity the same, transactional. Hey, I'll give you this, you give me that. You're trying to buy your way Out of your judgment Like this is purgatory <laughs> You're trying to buy your way Out of the judgments That are coming down to you If you only know what you just heard
1: <laughs> But The God of the slaves Was not found But the God of the slaves Was not among them The God of the slaves
0: was not among them. Kind of changes your ideas, you know, or maybe it opens up your mind when we talk about self idolatry. We can't all be kings and queens, (laughs) you know, or just like when I hear women say, Well, I'm a goddess. All that means is that I'm going to have sex with you. All all, all that means is that you're a piece of ass for this God. So call yourself whatever you want, but the dynamic is not going to change. Right,
1: Or you could just get over yourself and humble up. Try that. (laughs) Right? Because you learn the speech of the
0: soothsayer, but you don't really have the understanding. And you recklessly are calling yourself something that you haven't earned. You see, indiscriminate emulation. Very dangerous. But the God of the slaves was not among them. He was not to be found within the swamplands. Or in the brick
1: pits. Why would you look in the swamplands or the brick pit? Why would you look there? What are you looking for in the swamps? Are you, you trying to connect to a hoodoo energy? What are you looking for in the brick pit? Stone idols?
0: <laughs> but no, his manifestation was in the heavens for all men to see. But they did not see with understanding. See, this is what I talk about when we approach Arisha and other sciences like that, and we approach them for what they can do for us and not what they can turn us into being. When you hear me say, Arisha, about character development, see, that's the understanding. We don't want the understanding. That's the problem. We don't want the understanding. When I say no, ask that Arisha to open its understanding to me. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I could do that. But I'm saying I want a ritual right now to do it. Then you know what? You will stay here and you will, you will be devoured with everyone else. I can't keep saying the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. You know, I, I look at, you know, and I've known Dr. Africa for some years now. I've known him
1: known maybe almost 20 years, about, just about. You know, the way he used to talk, like, <sighs>
0: you ask him a question and you're always like, well... He would always begin his his answers that way, like he just was tired all the time. You know, he worked out, he should run. He's you know, he was actually kinda yak underneath underneath that He's surprised you take it off and he's cut up. You get tired of saying the same thing over and over again after. Look at some of the videos of Elijah Muhammad, the ones when he after he went out to Arizona and you know, he was on his last days. You just see a fatigue Just like uh, You asking me
1: this again How many times Do I have to say the same thing Over and over and over So tired of talking about You see Well Inflammation In the body You know
0: Dr. Africa Inflammation leads Inflammation leads to this And if you eat these things And it's called arthritis and uh, You know So he would Get humorous after a while Like just play with it you get tired of saying the same thing and people ain't listening because they, they want, they want quick fixes and they're recklessly approaching these thrones of these archetypes and trying to make it completely transactional without taking on a character that would allow for them to have a, to understand what's in front of them. So yeah, the deities are right in front of your face. Like that, that deity is right in the heavens, right in front of you for all to see. But you can't see with understanding. Now, what is understanding? It's a product of wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is, is wise words spoken based on the knowledge that you receive. Wise words in action. So when you receive that knowledge, then now you go into a certain, uh, terminology. You, you go into a, st- a certain dictation, a certain expression of action and lingo based on the things that were told to you. And the things that you do begin to change the way that you speak. And then when you, when that happens, then you you develop an understanding. You see? So now when a deity appears before you, you can see it right then. you understand what's happening. Because you now have that same mind of that deity. But you only get that through humility. Because you got to go through the process instead of trying to rush through it unduly. Which is what we have so much of, of course. So his manifestation was in the heavens for all men to see, but they did not see with understanding, nor would any God listen. (laughs) For all were dumb because of the hypocrisy of men. You see, this is when I talk about these fake teachers and fake so-called leaders I had that people seem to love so much, despite them constantly being exposed for being phonies. Constantly. You see, but people like hypocrisy. Because it feels relatable. Because it relates to the hypocrisy in you. You know, or you, I, I remember working in, in schools years ago and I had to speak to a sister about that once. You know, she would always kind of brush off in, in a, in some of the most rude fashion, the nerdy student. They would always try to come in, you know, like, you know, they always want to talk about something nerdy after class and you tell them, go to class, go to class and they want to talk about something and you're like, ugh. <laughs> you know, but you, you know, you listen to them because, generally they, they they may not have a lot of friends and things like that and they're connecting with you but then it would be the worst students in the school you know all the gang members and she'd always be like i like him that's my baby that's my baby don't talk about him and i had to pull her to the side one day and i was like listen let me let me tell you something I, i'm a, i'm going to tell you what's wrong with you and she was like here we go <laughs> i said you know you had crushes on a lot of uh real reckless ignorant thug cats when you were in high school back in the days and all those same dudes that you had crushes on and you wanted to sleep with or you did sleep with. Now you're seeing their children and their nephews and the reincarnations of them and you still have this sexual attraction to them and you're, you're disregarding the, 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 the young men who are trying hard, who are trying to make something out of themselves, trying to, you know, uh, push beyond their circumstances, trying to push beyond the hood. You ignore them and give all this love and attention to the ones that don't give a damn about you, which is reflective in your actual personal life. And of course, she just she was quiet. She didn't like what I said, but she came back like maybe two days later and was like, you know, you're right. You're absolutely right. And you got to help me with that. You're right. You know. Um, so that's an, that's, you know, that's an example. Like because of the hypocrisy, it stares, it, it, you know, people lose their understanding. Sometimes we're we we we're in love with the hypocrisy. We're in love with the idea of this person is conscious, but they also are super ignorant. You know, they're using a lot of profanity all the time and they're in very stupid situations all the time. And they're responding just like a, a, a hood or an ignorant person would on the street. But they're conscious and I can relate to them. And then sometimes stupid, conscious people. They're not really conscious. They fall into that. And they give you some of what you want. I remember witnessing that when uh like it was like the first debate uh Aline Bay and Sarah Seti. you know the the Moors against the the Kimite, and I remember looking at that and you know of course Sarah Souten said the whole time he's using profanity you know you know you know how, for those of you familiar with him you know yeah, you know, cause the mother effing white man, you know, he can suck a dick and da, 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 da. you know, he's coming in with that, like every other word, you know, and this freaky mother effing bastard. And then, you know, Eileen Bay is, yeah, and, and you know what I'm saying? Cause the, you know, in, uh, in the, and you don't, know, but, but he's, you know, I love Eileen Bay, Bay, man. He's probably one of the only people I really <laughs> like in the whole community. And not necessarily because of the profundity of his information i mean he's he's you know knowledgeable, but we we are about two different schools of study. I like Eileen because he's true he's true he, you know he he really he really is what he what he speaks about he strives to be a good person, you know, and that's a rarity, of course, he has products and stuff he sells, you know we, we gotta eat you know we gotta make a living, and all this study does take up a lot of time, you know. But um, he's he's genuinely a good person. And I have a lot of respect for Aline Bay. People who know me, you know, know me. And, and he listens to these segments. You know, when I used to always fall off on the segments, and he, you know, I, hey, wh- wh- when's the next segment coming up? You know, you. <laughs> brother yeah, you, what's up with the segment? You know, so, well, he's a good brother. You know, uh, good brother. But um, I remember doing that debate, like probably it was like the second round He started using profanity And I said "Oh, <laughs> You know like I'm, Like you know my heart meter just went down I'm like "Oh, don't do that Don't do that I know they're responding more to Sarah Cause you know he's loud He comes in he's, and he had a hoodie on You know he's animated And you know yeah it's the audience They're gonna respond to that You know what I'm saying But um you know he had to, he went a different direction. Yeah, you know it is what it is. I'm not into the debate scene like that, but that's just an example of what I'm what I'm talking about. You know, um, sometimes we get led down
1: certain roads because that's what the people want from us. You know, I thought I turned thing on. Um, all right, that's work. Uh, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> all right, cool. That's a that's a, a actually a, a film score that I'm working on right. now They just let me
0: know which. Okay, cool. They let me know what track they approved. They like, all right, cool, cool, cool. All right, good. I could, I could use that cheddar. <laughs> so that's good. All right. Um. Anyway. So yeah. So like it says, nor would any God listen for they were all dumb because of the hypocrisy of men. What is dumb? Not, not being able to understand, right? You got deaf, dumb, and blind. Deaf can't hear the truth. Blind can't see the truth. Dumb can't understand the truth. You know, it's one third of triple stage darkness, right? So not being able to understand because you've been taking in garbage all this time. You know, from, I, I saw, uh, uh, um,
1: a comment. Let me pull it up. While uh, well I'm talking. Because we're we're coming to the end. You know, we're coming to the end.
0: I know it's been story time, but this this is really important stuff. Alright. Um
1: Spirit driven. And she's been around for a minute now. Been around for a good minute. You know. Um
0: but I love her sometimes and sometimes I don't because she you know, she she used to get real sassy, but she's cooled out recently. <laughs> She's cooled out, but you know, um She said something on the last video a comment. She said, Call me a masochist if you want, but I thoroughly enjoy receiving truth no matter what the manner in which it is delivered. Who heals the healer? Who teaches the teacher? Chief, you provide for me what I provide for others and I appreciate it. I thirst for it. Your medicine is always so perfectly timed and, and dosed. Yes, I know your prescriptions are intended for I knew. But as long as I'm able slash allowed to receive treatments, I'm here for it all. Truth and love to you and yours. Stay healthy and safe. Shay. Edit. Uh, parentheses. I can't spell half the time. LOL. Um, and that was a response into this segment that I did, pain releases power. You know, and I have made a comment about, yeah, when people hear things a certain way or whatever, like they just run. Like, I don't like the way this person said that or I don't like how that came off. Of why you can't say it this way? Why you can't deliver death? You know, people feel so entitled, you know, um, and 90, 99% of the time, what they're griping about is something they're getting for free. <laughs> 99% of the time. It's something, it's a free podcast, free video, something. Why you can't say it like this? Like, you know, but anyway, so, um, that's, that's, you know, it's just a, uh, an example that I'm, that I'm providing. Um, that understanding that has to crack through and maintaining that understanding you know and she's actually a, uh, i know she's a reader she's a diviner so i that's what she was referring to saying i give i give to other people as well but you know a lot of times uh, like i said people get locked into getting excited about how something is delivered i've had that oh i love when you go off chief man i'll be i'll be laughing Don't, i'm not what, what the f are you laughing for <laughs> you, you think i do all of this to be funny I cut into my my day this much and my evening this much, to to entertain and amuse you. You know, like what's wrong with you? You know, this is serious business. This is not, this is not a hustle. You know, because I could, you know, I don't even announce stuff. I put the links in the thing, but I don't even announce stuff to go by when I'm doing when I'm giving information. <laughs> you know, there's no commercials. I mean, it, it probably should be, but uh, you know, I give the information and I go. But you know, the most I may say is like, this is where you go for stuff. And that's just because people send me the questions. How do I sign up for classes? I want to, I want, I want you to coach me, teach, teach, uh, chief. How do I sign up for coaching? How do I sign up for re? So then I might say that. And usually the only times you hear me say that in a segment is because I might have gotten inundated recently with it. So I'll be like, and by the way, you know, but for the most part, I just give the information I go. I'm just doing my job, right? This is my charity. This is part of my charity. Um, but nonetheless, what I'm saying is that people get caught up in the wrong thing and then they end up not being able to have the understanding that they should have because they haven't applied the wisdom that's given or they haven't applied the knowledge that's given in order for it to become wisdom so that they could have an understanding. So when that deity or that, 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 that Elohim of the slaves appears, And it's in front of everyone. They know what they're looking at. And they're not walking right past it. You see, which is so important. Obviously, the mothership lands and you can't and you see it and don't even recognize it as the mothership. Just like when doom and destruction comes, you can't even see. Oh, this is the end. (laughs) You're applauding it practically. Oh, they got a vaccine. Beautiful for COVID-19. They got a vaccine. Hey, you don't even understand what you're applauding. See, cause yeah, my, my child can't go to school without the vaccine. Well, your child shouldn't be in public school. Anyway, I can't go back to work without the vaccine. You shouldn't be working for anybody. (laughs) Anyway, let me read this last one and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you all go. Um, the dead were no longer so again, nor would any God listen for all were dumb because of the hypocrisy of men. The dead were no longer sacred and were thrown into the
1: waters. Mm. Those already entombed were neglected and many became exposed.
0: They lay unprotected against the hands of thieves. He who once toiled long in the sun, bearing the yoke himself, now possessed oxen. See, that's the turning of power. He who grew no grain now owned a storehouse full. He who once dwelt at ease among his children now thirsted for water. He who once sat in the sun with crumbs and dregs was now bloated with food. He reclined in the shade, his boughs overflowing. Cattle were left unattended to roam into strange pastures and men ignored their marks and slew the beast of their neighbors. No man owned anything. The public records were cast forth and destroyed, and no man knew who were slaves (laughs) and who were masters. The people cried out to the Pharaoh in their distress, but he stopped his ears and acted like a
1: deaf man. I'm going to leave it right there. Right, It's a lot that There's a lot that was just said There's a lot that was just said Right Now you try to take Try to time it Right As far
0: as what we've experienced thus far And what's coming Right I told you what's coming So you, you kind of Get a sense of what some of these next signs Will look like But um, You know We're in that time of calm Or the ominous calm before the storm If you will Right Where you hear no children playing. the men's uh, men are silent and their faces are pale. People are filled with dread. Uh, that, so that's that's where we are now. And then of course, there's an assumption, well, then things will we're going through the worst of it. and they keep talking about these peaks. <laughs> it's going to peak and then you know a bunch of people are going to die, and then it's going to trail off. You believe that garbage if you want. You believe that if you want, and you sit around here and especially you men. You sit around here and you let other men dictate the uh, welfare and out and, the, and the safety of, of your homestead. You go ahead and you
1: do that if you want. And then you'll wonder later why your women become public property. Because
0: they'll recognize it's better to just serve themselves up to the public than to, than to starve under you. You with no plan. You who have no ability to instruct your sons, they will just serve themselves up because at least they can eat. Or maybe they may be able to attach themselves with some reckless men
1: who at least have some guns. Who can keep them safe. You see. So
0: you got to be able to kind of see where we're at now. Interesting enough, of course, they're talking about now using the park in New York City. As temporary grave sites Especially for those who have gone unidentified Now let me read something again Just you know <laughs> um, The dead were no longer sacred And were thrown into the waters Those And they used it Talking about using Heart Island For the gravesite, by the way In New York Those already entombed were neglected And many became exposed so Someone would have to go back and claim all these bodies that people are saying they can't identify. Now, who are all these unidentifiable people walking around with no ID
1: who have died from COVID-19 in New York City? The homeless, perhaps? Perhaps? I mean, you can't even identify them via fingerprint? And you know what's so interesting? Sometimes it,
0: it takes months to identify the cause of death in someone. These people are identifying it within... You think about that for a
1: moment. But
0: anyway, they lay unprotected against the hands of thieves. And then we talk about the shifting of the balance of power. He who once toiled long in the sun, bearing the yoke himself now possessed oxen. He who grew no grain now owned a storehouse full. He who once dwelt at ease among his children, children now thirsted for water. He who once sat in the sun with crumbs and dregs now bloated with food. He reclined in the shade, his bowels overflowing. So who is it that you think um is going to, you know, maybe learn their lessons from or who you should be trying to learn your lessons from? Like I spoke about in a recent segment, people made fun of people who canned their food and made preservatives and stuff like that in the country. You know, people who lived in the city, you know, and now look, those people are eating good now. They're not even thinking about this. People who. Who have animals on their farm and are growing their own food and have space around them and have all their weaponry and have enough room for, you know, th- their family to come live. And they, they have people who don't mind, you know, four or five sleeping in one room or anything like that. You know, they're perfectly fine. These are the people who were laughed at at one point. And those who are living high on the hog, who everything that they have is dependent upon their ability to con- to, to consume those are the people who are going to lose everything, who have no skills. Your skills don't have to be your profession, but you should have them anyway. I can build pretty much anything, but I'm not a builder. By, you know I'm not a craftsman by trade, but it's a skill that you should have. Anu men, that's coming soon. Don't worry. You got to be able to fight. You got to be able to build things. You got to be able to heal things. You got to be willing and open to kill things. But none of those things have to be your per your profession. All right. So that's basically what I wanted to uh, share with you. I know that it, it was a long segment. And, um, you know, again, please take what I'm saying very seriously. I'm not, I'm not going to say it again. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, between, uh, this segment and things that were shared with you in the last one, please take some time to really consider, um, these prophecies, things that have been presented, um, it's very important for you to be able to understand when, when the book of wisdom has been opened up to you and why it's been opened up to you. And it's not just so you can walk around and be deep and pat yourself on the back. And I know many have been doing that and I've been speaking against it and many are going to continue to do it. Many are enjoying so much giving theories as to why all of this is happening. I'm still seeing those posts. Who cares what you think about why it's happening? Nobody wants to hear your, your breakdown at this point. <laughs> you know, um, it's not about that. What do we do next? That's what it's about. And I've shared that with you. I've told you how to establish your emergency situation. I've told you how to bug out at this point. And I have a book forthcoming that I'm going to be sharing uh, some of that, that information. That should be done probably within the next 10 days. Um, and then, you know, I'm giving you now the spiritual Side of it, you know, what, and more so, not even, I'm not breaking a deep spiritual part, but what it's going to look like spiritually and what you have to prepare for. You have to now prepare to understand and to be able to stand in the face of, of quote unquote a God or Elohim with understanding, not just with the words on your tongue and sounding eloquent and sounding artful, you know, in terms of how you're describing these, these energies, but being able to stand in the face of them and have understanding understanding and comprehension. Okay. So this is Chief Yuya uh, signing out. And thank you all for uh, applying what you've heard. Because the more you apply it, the safer I am. (laughs) Because you become people that will reach out to me one day. Say, hey, Chief, if you ever need a place to to stay. Or or if your family is, is traveling. And, you know, once this thing turns into Mad Max. You can come to my place. And, you know, you could come here. And, you know, because... I'm set up and I'm ready. You know, so, uh, the stronger you all become, the stronger we all become. Those of you who are the nation. All right. Honor Nation out. Chief Yuya out. Everyone continue to be well and continue to be wise and keep growing. Keep growing and learning as the prophecy speaks about the, the book of wisdom is opened up because everybody's stuck at home reading and listening to podcasts and videos and the. So everybody's getting
1: smarter now. All the slaves, or the leaders of the slaves, think about that. All right. Be well. Peace.